Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to The Decision Hour with JD and Adam. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. What's happening, everybody? How you doing? Hey, man. Well, I got to tell you, man. You remember, and this this might tell our age a little bit. Remember E.T., the movie, right? Where yes, he sticks up his finger and he yeah. goes, ouch. Yeah. As soon as I opened my mind this morning, as soon as I opened my eyes this morning, I went, ouch. Because <laughs> everything hurts. This is why I didn't want to start going to the gym. I've always said, you know, I'll go to the gym and I'll go to the gym and I'll go to the gym. This yeah. is why right now the pain that I am feeling right, right now. Right. Well, listen, man, I got to tell you, I'm proud of you for, for starting to go. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm honored that you would find me as motivation to go uh, so you could win that 500 bucks. Hey, anything to do with money, I'm all over it. <laughs> a free bet, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'll take a chance. But no, anything with money, I don't lose money bets. Uh, I hear you. Well, we'll, you know, there's a first time for everything. I'm gonna. It won't be this year. I'll be opening up a savings account with that five hundred dollars. You got a better so. chance of the Diamondbacks making the playoffs. Uh, ooh, ouch! <laughs> I love them, man. But when you go one and seven in your home stand, yeah, that's or one and six. They're in a rough, uh, rough, rough spot. They're, they're right ten now. games back. Rough spot right now. They're ten games back of the Dodgers. The Dodgers. I don't like it. But yeah, man, I'm sore. But hey, last night. Yeah. For our followers, for our listeners, if you did not catch the YouTube mastery training that I did, crazy, you gotta go and check it out. Look, it, I I put out the invite. It's it's not just for our team members of the Veteran Network. It's for anybody that has any type of product and wants to do any type of advertising. Look, video is king. Okay, it's great that you can do some Facebook PPC yep. and and maybe some free advertising with Instagram and stuff. As I, I rock Instagram as well, right? But video is king, and that's that's what's going to draw most of your traffic. If you can learn how to do good video by following the hour and fifteen minutes of training, I mean it's it's extremely in depth. I mean I break it down from the very beginning, not not just to how to do your your keyword searches to how to do your on-page SEO, your off-page SEO to mm. do your videos. I even have a script that I wasn't going to release, but I released it last night. It's on the video. Just go ahead to my channel on uh, YouTube, Jeff Demers, uh, and just look up YouTube Mastery. And that was released last night. So, I mean, we had a pretty good turnout. We had, we had about a dozen people. Um that were, were actually in that class, but I uh, rocked it. I absolutely rocked it. Check it out. Video killed the radio star. Video killed the radio star. Yeah. Eh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that in this yeah. case. Yeah. In this case, I don't remember the last time I saw, I actually watched on television a music video. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, no. you got nothing? No. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't remember the last time I did, man. I mean... The only time I really listen to the radio is when I'm in. It seems like everything now, with the exception of sports, live sports games, it seems yeah. like everything's on your mobile device. Yep. And that's the way to go, which yeah. is why we are working on mobile advertising. Which you can also, if you're on, uh, if you're on your computer listening to this podcast right now, uh, you can pick us up. We have the Decision Hour um, mobile. Go to Decision Hour. Uh, .podbean.com forward slash mobile, and you'll be able to download the uh, app right there. Or you can go to iTunes. Yes, that's right. You can go to iTunes. Mm -hmm. You can go to your app store and stuff. And A lot of different ways you can pick up the show. And, and, show. And, and, 
Uh, before we we go any further, I wanted to give a big special thanks to the Heroes Media Group for um, allowing us to be on the group page uh, or part of the network. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to say thanks to uh, Premier Social Media, right, as well as uh, Red Oak Marketing, uh, Reality Realty, Virginia Heroes, just to name a few, uh, and and a big, big, big shout out to. Student Veterans of America. We actually have a caller calling in right now. Um, it might be our, our guest, Jay from uh, Pitney Bowes. So let's find out who this caller is. Caller, you're on air with the Decision Hour. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Is this Jay? Yes. Jay, great great to uh, great to have you on. You're on the Decision Hour with, with Adam and JD. Uh, we appreciate you uh, being able to join us today. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Good stuff. Um, before we get into our special guests, we'll talk about here uh, a little bit more. JD, do you have any other updates or anything? No, Tom Brady is still guilty, according to uh, according of to course. Uh, you gotta, public gotta, opinion. Of course, th- you got to throw in the Tom Brady. It yeah, w- what type of show would this be if we didn't have a Tom Brady update? It's, yeah, uh, so we're still anxiously waiting. <laughs> uh, well, He's going to be exonerated. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Outstanding. I love this guy already. Uh, 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 uh. Well, good stuff. Well, folks, as I was saying a little bit earlier, we got a very special guest uh, coming on to the show here in just a few minutes. Uh, and, be- and before we-, we jump into that, JD, can you talk a little bit? Why don't we give everybody our-, our contact information? All right. Well, there's a few ways that you can contact us. Okay. First off, uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook. At the decision hour, okay, and uh, you can go ahead and message us there. Um, if you want to go ahead and actually uh, make the decision to become an entrepreneur today, or if you want to find out some more information, there is a video on that Facebook page as well that you can go ahead and uh, check out. It's a short video. Um, you will have to put your email in, obviously, because email marketing and that's how business runs, but it does come to us and we do not sell your information. So don't worry about that. But it is an excellent video to tell you about the opportunity that we have here with the Decision Hour on how to become an entrepreneur and how to actually launch uh, your business. Even if you have a business of your own, there are tools and resources that we sell that can absolutely blow up your business uh, and take it to the next level. So that's one way to do it. You can check out, um, as Adam already said, you can check out the Decision Hour in a couple different ways. Uh, You can check it out at uh, podbean.com, podbean.com forward slash uh, the Decision Hour. It has a nice little logo there with a DH on the beach. Um, which I'm hoping to be a DH on a beach here pretty soon. I might actually go out to San Diego this weekend. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, man, just just so I can get some of that ocean breeze. But uh, other than that, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, that's our most popular place to, to find us. Uh, go to iTunes and just look up The Decision Hour, and uh, you'll see plenty of our past episodes, which deal with a lot of things as far as you know, the different business owners that we have that we have given homage to, uh, just like the one that, that, that we do have on the line right now, 
um, to uh, to kind of celebrate their decision to make their own business right. and uh, you know live their own lives by their own rules. Well, and with that being said, I want to bring on our special guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, I met this gentleman uh, about a month and a half ago at a, at a conference here in Arizona uh, that we were at, and uh, just had a really great synergy with him. and And he was actually one of the guest speakers uh, on stage. Uh, one of the days, and uh, let me bring him on, Mr. Uh, Jay Wesley. Jay, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Doing great. No, doing great. Now, Jay, uh, you know, tell our, our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, I've been in the corporate. I've been in corporate procurement and supplier diversity for thirty years. Uh, my background has been heavily into the uh, defense side of procurement, and the last few years has been in the commercial and public sector. So it's kind of given me a, a, a rounded view of uh, supply diversity and procurement on a number of fronts. That's probably it in a nutshell. All right. You know? Very nice. Very nice. Now, um, now you you've been with Pitney Bowes for, for how long? I've been with Pitney Bowes for a year now. Okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Now, I was telling our, our listeners uh, about Pitney Bowes a little bit, but I think you could you could probably sum it up a little bit better than, than, than what I did. But can you explain uh, Pitney Bowes and then jump right into the uh, supplier diversity program that they offer? Okay. Um, Pitney Bowes is... Pitney Bowes is, well, I think the best way to describe Pitney Bowes, in January of this year, uh, we went through a new branding, and uh, basically our business lines have been um, uh, uh, mail service, mail service machines. Uh, uh, we've also are into e-commerce. Uh, so another, one of the things that we do is one of our customers that we were in the background of their shipping their products. So you go online on the internet and you uh, you would buy something and Pitney Bowes software is in the background that takes you through the shipping process. So it takes you from the your order entry to the shipping process out the door. That's a number of things that Pitney Bowes has done uh, or has been doing lately. They um, so I'm going to go right into the uh, supply diversity piece. Perfect. Uh, and Perfect. Um, again, I talked a little bit about the branding. Uh, we went through a new branding, and uh, we launched that in January of this year. And uh, and so me being on with Pitney Bowes for a year, well, not actually six months at the time, uh, thought it was a good time to revamp the supply diversity program. So we went from a supply diversity program to a global supply diversity program. And basically what supply diversity is, is that um, Pitney Bowes has made a policy and a commitment to, uh, to out go outreach to develop uh, suppliers. So in other words, we have um, diverse suppliers under this program. We have veterans, we have minorities, we have women, uh, disabled vets, disabled, uh, LGBT. And what we do is that we, we, we deal with companies of diverse stripes on all different levels. So you may have a top 
level company that's a diverse supplier that doesn't need much help. You have a medium supplier that, you know, needs a little bit of tweaking so, you know, they can do business with us. And then you've got the lower level suppliers that are coming into the business or going into their own businesses, which require a little more help and guidance. And that's just some of the things that the supplier diversity program does. It gets you in, it gets you in, it gets you to the door. So it gets you to the door. And what my job is to get you to the decision makers and make sure that you're, that we have a level playing field and then you have the opportunity to win business and then grow your business. So it just doesn't stop at winning business. Um, Pitney Bowles has a long history of, of diversity. It's in our DNA. Uh, they've put a lot of resources in it. They have allowed me to launch a global program. And by launching a global program, it allows that in the countries that we're dealing with, it allows additional opportunities for veteran-owned companies and minority companies and women-owned companies to get additional business overseas. So it allows them to launch into the global market. Um, that's pretty amazing. So it's 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 kind of like so you're you're connecting people together. You're connecting businesses to other businesses. Yes, and, and, and I'm going to I'm going to talk directly about you know what does um, veteran business owners need to know and you know that that's in, a that's a great question, Jay, because we we get we get asked that question a lot. Uh, here we get emails that come in and say, "Hey, I'm a veteran owner. I'm a disabled veteran owned business." You know, how can I generate more, uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's uh, um, you know, working, they're trying to sell a T-shirt or, or, or maybe they offer some type of maintenance service of, of some sort or, or what have you. So that's a great question. What, what do veteran businesses need to know when working with you guys? Well, you know, and, and, and answering this question, you have to look at a little bit at the history. You know, the, these programs have been around for now going on 35 years. And no time in the history of these programs has there been more highly educated, highly qualified, and just the capacity of companies that there is today. And when I say to, um, to a veteran-owned business, wherever I may meet them at a show or conference, et cetera, these are the key things that they need to know and understand. You know, they need to target those corporations or companies that they can actually sell to. So that's going to require doing a little research. And to make the process even a lot more easy so you have a dialogue with that company is that you have to have a value proposition for that target company. So in other words, what can you bring to that company that differentiates you from everybody else. And again, with the internet, there's so much research. I mean, there's so much you can do on the internet and researching corporations, just like Pitney Bowes. Pitney Bowes puts everything out on their internet. So you pretty much know where they're going, mark, where the markets are going, what direction they're going in, how they, how they, their employees engage with each other, how they engage the customer, are they team oriented? These are some of the things that it's important to you know and to think about when you start engaging with corporations. Um, 
knowing a, cult- knowing a customer's culture. That's important. You know, get a feel because if you decide that you're going to deal with a defense department or a defense prime, uh, they think a lot differently than a Pitney Bowes is that there happens to be a commercial uh, company or corporation. Right. Or if you're dealing with a school district or you're dealing with, uh, you know, health, you know, uh, you know, a health care company, they have different cultures and they think differently. And one of the things you also need to look at is your procurement cycles. It's important when you go to shows and you decide you're going to target five to six corporations, you can look online and take a peek at what their procurement cycles may be. Or you may even want to call up the supplier diversity advocate at that particular corporation, and you can find those on the Internet. And what you can do is you ask the question, well, what is your procurement cycle? Because the closer the procurement cycle that you get, it's, it's, it's the best chance that you're going to get in the bidding process. Now, oh, Jay, let, let me, Jay, let me cut in there real quick because I think that's really important, and I want, I want people to, to – I want our listeners to, to, to really hear what you're saying right now. And if, if those of you that are listening to the podcast, rewind for a second and listen to what Jay is saying about this procurement cycle. You, when you're going in, you, Jay's telling you, and Jay, stop me if I'm wrong, but you want to make sure before you go into a business or pitch a, a do a pitch to a business, make sure you do your homework on that business. Know what you what you can offer them, but uh, you can also be while you're doing the research, you're saying you can call into their diversity office or you can look up and ask what their procurement cycle is. Is that correct? Yeah. And that's yeah, well, that's important to know. So I'm sorry. Please continue. No, I mean, I'll just give you a class example. Everybody knows, well, at least you know, a lot of people know, at least in my profession, that in the government sector that their major procurement cycle is basically at the tail end of their fiscal year when they're trying to spend the rest of their money. They have a tendency to, um, they have a tendency to place a lot more orders at that particular time. So I would start three months before the end of the fiscal year you know, going into those particular companies that have a government fiscal year or have, uh, or even the government agencies that you're dealing with to see what opportunities they are. Others usually, like Pitney Bowes, is going to start around the first, they're going to start the planning process here in July, but the actual execution of uh, the RFPs going out and putting the list together is going to be in the probably the first quarter is where they're going to do their most heavy part of their uh, uh, of their bidding and their spending, awarding contracts, because they want to take advantage of uh, the new companies they bring on board or those value-added companies they bring on board to reduce our overall cost, which in turn we reduce our cost to our customers. Nice. Very nice. Um, Jay, what about um, business opportunities at Pitney Bowes? Well, Business opportunities, uh, one of the things that we set in place um, is that we have a portal, uh, and it's uh, every small business, and this is something that I've been pushing, is two things they have to do. One is they got to register on a portal because we put policies in place that we are going to pull companies from that portal. So anytime an RFP comes out of Pitney Bowes, uh, the commodity manager, buyer, or specialist is going to contact me. I'm going to go into the portal, 
And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a listing of all those companies that are in the portal uh, for that commodity. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look and see how you filled out your information. I'm going to look at, um, I'm going to bet you a number of different ways to make sure you're viable because the companies I want to submit to my procurement people, I want to make sure that those companies are successful. Now, in saying that, I'm looking at, as I said earlier, three types of suppliers that I'm looking at. One is I'm looking at the, what would you say, the Rolls Royce of companies, you know, a good, diverse supplier that can, that has the resources, uh, they're, they're highly qualified. Then it's that middle company that just needs a few tweaks to get them to, you know, to the next level. And then there's a lower, and the lower tier that require a little bit more work, which we work with. And let me give an example. We had a supplier that, uh, that I met with. Now, I'm not going to say the commodity because, you know, some might, some might get a little bit out of shape. But what, I'm, what I did was I met with him four times before the RFP hit the street. And I said, these are the type of things that you should be looking for. And what I did was I talked to him a little bit about the culture. I talked to him a little bit on, you know, I asked him specific questions like role playing. You know, how would you answer this particular question? And to make a long story short, he won every category except two. And I think it was something like 14 or 15 categories. And, um, and we, I kind of persuade my commodity manager just to award the other two as well because uh, to just keep it all with one diverse supplier or just keep it in one supplier made, made sense. Right. So, again, that's some of the things we're doing. We're going a little bit the extra mile to make sure that all three levels that I just described uh, have an equal opportunity to win business. And when they don't win business uh, – one of the things that every company should ask, and especially veteran companies, uh, why didn't I win? What did I do differently that didn't make me successful? And that's, the, uh, that's gold because then you can put that in the tickle file, and the next time around, you know exactly where you have to be. And secondly, uh, that's information you can take to other companies when you're bidding. So, you know, you kind of learn by your mistakes. That's awesome. How many bids do you guys do on a, on a let's say, a quarterly basis? I mean, because I, I'm looking at your stuff. I mean, you guys, you guys, you know, you, Pitney Bowes buys a, a lot of different products, uh, you know, out there on a, on a, on globally. I mean, this is, this is a, a, a big company. A lot, of, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of moving parts to this, yes? Yes. Um, this year... Because uh, uh, because of our rebranding and um, and getting our new you know getting our new products and our new image out there you know uh, of who we are and who do we want to be um, the activity has slowed down a little bit but it's going to rev up tremendously in 2016. So if you said on a quarterly basis, I would say right now, big contracts, 
I would say about 10, 12, you know, on a quarter because the 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 vetting process, the bidding process is is really robust. Right. So for us, very very for what, nice. we, for what we do as a business, we can't afford to make too many mistakes. Now, if a business wants to submit their capabilities and whatnot, how do they go about doing that? Uh, let's say, for an example, I I have a company that. I'd like to submit into Pitney Bowes. How how does one go about doing that? Okay, there's there's two things. When if you meet if you meet me at a show, or if you meet our buyers at the shows, they're gonna tell you two things you gotta do. One is you're gonna register on our portal at supplier-connection.net, and on Supplier Connection, you're not only uh, a Pitney Bowes supplier. But there's 30 other corporations that are also on that same site that we work together. So you beca- you'll become part of that pool, and it puts you in front of those other corporations. Whereas if, and it's almost like one-stop shopping. So you can just click from off of Pitney Bowes and go just say IBM, who happens to be a member, is one, or Coca-Cola is another one who's a member. So it puts you in front, and they're going to they're going to be drawing from that base of suppliers that's on that portal. It makes it easy. It makes it convenient for the procurement people to go in and find the suppliers. And we had one bid here where we had 45 diverse suppliers, and actually a veteran company um, won the business, which I was extremely happy about. Nice. Very nice. Uh, and it was, it was a very large contract. So, he, I mean, he won some new territories, and it was, it, he did a great job. Secondly is that for your new suppliers, you send me your capability statements. You can send that at j.wesley at pb.com. Good. So, first, you register. Secondly, I'm going to review your capability statement. And then I'm going to look and see where the best fit that, you know, that I'm going to see where the best fit is at that particular time. But I think as companies, you've got to understand that uh, timing is everything. So when you go, so when you meet with somebody like me, you know, it's one of the questions you, you need to ask, when is the bid going to be coming up again or when are they going to be going out for a bid? Because when you contact me, we may not be going out to bid again for another two years. But if you're in the space, okay, I'm telling you, we're going to pull. Um, uh, we're going to pull from that base, and you're going to be considered. Or if the suppliers should mess up, and we decide to go out and um, and uh, change suppliers for whatever reason. Nice. You know, you would be in the base, but it also puts you in front of those 30 other companies which in turn, this portal is growing. And um, IBM has done an, an outstanding job in, in, in making this portal very easy and very user-friendly for both supplier and buyer. And I think that's the point, is getting them to meet up. It gives you a number. You don't have to go through you know, 20 different steps to meet multiple suppliers. I mean, it's just a few clicks. Within the same, within the same mainframe, and you can talk to another, get information on another supplier. I mean, I'm sorry, another corporation. 
and and guys, the listeners, you guys, this is this is what Jay is saying. Is I, I really hope you guys are taking notes because we're truly blessed to have Jay on on the show, uh, giving us a lot of hot tips. Uh, especially those of you that are that are in. Uh, there's a lot of different. And I'll I'll be posting this stuff on the website and, and out on the social media uh, stuff. How to contact Jay, uh, you know, to to uh, to get in that base that he's talking about. Um, Jay, I know I know we're we're running short of time here, so I got just a couple more questions I want to get through with you here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> what exactly does Pitney Bowes uh, buy? I saw something around 21 commodity categories. Uh, you know, what does that all entail, really? Yes. Uh, well, what I did was, we buy, yeah, we buy 21 commodity categories. And with those 21 commodity categories, um, we have 234 subcategories. Wow. We buy electromechanical, logistics, and distribution, and we buy mechanical items. Um, we uh, are OEM products, and, and again, once we start a dialogue, it's definition. OEM products is things that that uh, that you buy for the equipment that we sell. Okay. So we sell kits and things of that nature, and products to support that those machines. Um, print solutions, contract manufacturing. Um, some additional printing technology for some of our more and more complex machines, uh, operations on the direct side so that support um, our machines that actually do the uh, assembly. Um, we have on the indirect side the cost center. We have customer service, and within those there are uh, there are, are sub commodities that we buy. So there's just too long in the list. Um, we have a financial finance as well. Uh, we do a lot of things uh, in that area. Of, um, uh, information a, technology is you, a big one. Yeah, you guys got your hand in, in a lot of different pots right now. I'm looking at this list, and I'm I'm getting excited just looking at it. It's, this is something else. We fall into like two or three different Yeah, I was like, holy cow. You know, so Jay's going to be getting an email from me here yep. uh, <laughs> very, very, really soon. Um I'm trying to get my computer to come on because, uh, again, trying to read through. When you go to the subcategories, it gets into a lot of detail of uh, exactly what those what those items are. Right. You better see them. So for you know, because we only had a short time, I just kind of put the high level. Yeah. This and this is this is something else, and we'll put this out, folks uh, that are listening. Uh, you'll be able to check this out at theheroesmediagroup.com. Uh, forward slash the decision hour show page. We'll we'll throw that up on our social media stuff too. Uh, Jay, I, we know you're busy, uh, busy man. And listen, I, I can't thank you enough for for being a, coming on the show, taking time out of your busy day to to educate uh, our listeners and what they can do, especially the veteran owned uh, companies out there. I'm definitely going to be pushing this out to uh, our contacts and stuff. Uh, do you have any parting words for the listeners before we let you go for the day? Well, I'd like to say thank you to all the veterans for the uh, sacrifice they made. And the effort that I put forward uh, is not enough to repay for what they've done. Okay. I'm just, uh, I've been a supportive of vets. I understand the history of the way the veterans have been treated over the, you know, since the inception of this country. So I'm familiar with the history. And uh, again, I thank you. You know, if you're out there listening, 
you guys and gals have done a great job, and I support you. Nice. And he definitely does, folks. Jay, I appreciate it. I'll definitely be in touch soon. I look forward to working with you and, and talking to you some more here in the near future. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. That, that was just great. I, that I, was awesome. I, you know, I, I had the opportunity, I've had the opportunity to sit down and talk to him um, for about an hour at this conference. Mm-hmm. And he is just, I mean, he's down to earth. He's a great guy. He's and he's he's very he's very quick to help. Yeah, and uh, I, I can see with with the just multiple multiple lists of ways that they they or the multiple things different categories that they have their hands in. I mean, they can help pretty much any business. And, and here's the cool thing about it is what he, and I was wondering if he was going to say and he, he went he went right into it. Um, you know, Pitney Bowes is a huge supply company, right? right. But, but they're also attached to another organization called Supply Supplier Connection, mm-hmm. and that's that's they're huge because one of the late uh, reps from Supplier Connection was was at this conference as well, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get them on too for a later date. Um, but like he said, you're like they put you into like in front of thirty other companies. I mean, he was talking about Dell. Dell was at this conference. I mean, it's it, they're they're all tied together, and. Uh, you know, being a, a veteran-owned business, which we are, uh, it, it's huge for us. I'm in the process of actually getting the Heroes Media Network uh, or the Heroes Media Group uh, through the VA as a service-connected disabled veteran-owned business. Uh, same with some of the other businesses that I own on the side. And it, that's huge because a lot of, a lot of government contracts are, are set for those types of you know minority groups because let's face it as a veteran disabled veteran only you're considered a minority mm-hmm. yeah absolutely man and and when he starts talking about you know being a commodity and and well before that when he when he talks about being a supply company initially when people think about supplies they think like you know office supplies yeah. pens pencils yeah. papers stuff like that no 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 no, no. A, a company that offers a, a service offers a form of a supply right. Like like us, we yeah. we do like advertising things like that, and we're actually in the in the niche that is going to be a huge commodity in the future. Internet radio with automobiles now going to Wi-Fi. Yep, the Chevy's actually led the way with that. So I was far, in one but, last weekend. Yeah, so you listen to internet radio all the time when you're in there. You don't have Boom. to listen to one of the things that I hate when I'm traveling. One when I run out of songs on my iPod. Because uh, then it just starts playing again. So then you turn on the radio, <laughs> a little of that. Um, but uh, when when you turn on the radio, you go from, hey, this channel works, and then ten miles down the road, hey, this channel doesn't work anymore. You know. So if you have Wi-Fi, and then you can listen, and so internet radio is actually a huge commodity right. for the future. I think terrestrial radio is going to start melting down. It, it already has, and you, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked to a lot of. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, to to. We we both know a lot of people that are still in the radio business, right. uh, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon, but I see it kind of deteriorating uh, a little bit, right. Uh, because you're wanting to go on a more national level. I mean, you know, most people, you know, I turn into the radio. I want to hear the things that I've already got preset. You know, yeah. Pandora is a big thing. iHeartRadio is a big thing. Not that I'm mm-hmm. plugging them uh, by any means, but, you know, I'm hoping that someday we're, we're as large, right. just as large as they are for, for talk radio. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, and it's like everything that you're doing, you know, it's like, oh, well, these people can do it because they're, they're getting paid full time. You guys are just Internet. Well, you know, we're, we're looking for sponsors and we, we've been fortunate enough to pick up a, a few sponsors here and there. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, but we're, I kind of look at it like, you know, there, there are a lot of people that do podcasts that have been very successful. Yeah. And here's why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm giving this away right now. Free advice, people. Have something to give and offer back. JD and I go, you, you talk about it. And I thought about this, and then I'm going to bring this up to right now since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. is, you know, we have the show. What are we offering back to people? You know, we're we're putting out you know content. We're we're entertaining people. But right. What are we offering? Well, I do, uh, I do you know life motivational and, and professional development coaching mm-hmm. now. I've already got five. I'm maxed out on my clients. I will not take any more clients. I have a waiting list now. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. For that, and, and that's that's starting that. Now mm-hmm. I've had this blog thing that JD is with Empower Network. I've been doing that for about a year. I haven't, and I haven't focused much. I'll be honest. I have not focused. Uh, my full potential You're on very, it because, very busy individual. but I'm, but I'm, and that's it. I'm very busy, but that I stick with it. And here's why, because I believe in the product. I just need more time to get things going with it. And I think it could help me out in the long run. And it already has, it's already paid off dividends for me. Right now, you know? just, just to be a little bit more specific when, when Adam talks about the products that, that we offer and that we have access to and to help you get these are professional development products yep. and products that can absolutely boost your business, regardless of what field you're in. In fact, there's other businesses, a small business and even large businesses, that buy our that products, buy th- our products mm-hmm. through Empower Network. And I thank them for that, because if they didn't, I'd still be in a cubicle. Yeah. 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 So so we are blessed. Yes, to, to yes, we are. And, and, and it's it's absolutely amazing. And it's it's And it's they're awesome products. They're top-notch. It, it, and they really are. And... Um, but but the nice thing about it is that that's one of the things we can do. We, so you offer something back. So if you're going to have a show, have something to offer people. Right. You know, have, what are you going to give them? What what can they do? What can you give back to them? And and a lot of people do shows because they're promoting a, another business that they have. Right. Absolutely, and it's just it makes it so much easier with the technology that we have today. Because before everything was face to face, door to door. You know, pick up the phone, dial two hundred dollars a day, and and try and make a sale. Now, the the way it goes, especially in our field, everything's more personal. All right, it's more um, down to the to the point to where people have problems. People have problems. I'm not talking like mental problems. I mean, there are people out there to do that, but I'm talking about people that have problems in their businesses where they don't know how to advertise, they don't know how to market, they don't know how to. You know, get motivated in the morning. They don't know how to do a lot of things that they need to do in order to push their business forward. And that's where our resources come in. Uh, we teach you how to advertise. We teach you. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of companies outside of Empower Network that are affiliate programs. If you never heard that term, basically affiliate programs is where you build a company by bringing in people um, that help you sell your products. Okay. Um, a legitimate uh, company that that is not a pyramid company is a company that brings in people but doesn't get paid to bring in people. They get paid to sell products. Right. And that's what we do. Okay, but we still need people like any other organization in order to grow our business. We need people to help us push our products. And that's what we do. Um, so the more products we sell, the more profitable we are. So obviously, we're, we're definitely, we believe in our products um, to the point to where I spend, you know, hours training the Veteran Network, just the same thing I did last night um, with uh, one of the products that, that I learned from on YouTube Mastery. And holy cow, um, 
That that what I taught last night, I can easily sell for one ninety seven a session. The entire program that that one lesson falls under has sixty lessons, and it's only one ninety seven. Really, sixty lessons, and it's only one ninety seven. Um, so if you want access to the same tools that we do, go ahead and look us up on the Decision Hour um, on the Facebook page or shoot us a, a message. Um, you can go to themotivatedmindset.com. You can also go to birdstheword.com. And the reason why I mention those is because it's important to kind of have your own brand when you're running your own business. Um, so you want to have your own unique URL. And there's multiple reasons for that, but one is your identity. Um, so when you, uh, approach people, I know I might be getting a little bit off track here, but this is the way my mind works. And, uh, sometimes I wonder how I get anything done at all. But when you want to approach people, you want to be branded and you want people to know, like, so when I give my lessons and when I give my introductions, I say, Hey, this is Jeff Demers, JD with the motivated mindset.com. I don't say with empower network because there's a lot of things that I teach um, that, I, that, uh, are extremely successful, but at the same time, I'd put my personal touch on it. Um, and that's why I say the motivated mindset.com, uh, the motivated mindset.com rather than, you know, empowernetwork.com. Okay. Cause it's more personalized. It means that I am in it for you. It means that when you go to birds, you're going to be working with Mr. Adam bird, um, as your mentor. And it's one hell of a mentor to have. Uh, which is why he does what he does, and he does mentoring and coaching and personal development, which is the same line of work that I do. Um, so people, uh, the only thing you need to figure out is your why. Why is it that you want to make a change? We'll show you how. You just need to figure out why. All right? But if you, if you don't have a why, if you don't have a legitimate why, you know, legitimate vision, then you should not be an entrepreneur. If somebody comes to you and says, well, I need to make extra money, and you ask them why, and they say, well, I just need to buy a new car, yeah. that's not going to drive you. Because if you still have your old car to lean back on, it's not going to drive you. There's a great quote by Tony Robbins that, that he uses in his seminars. I know you're going to be going to one of his seminars here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Robbins always says, if you want to take the island, you burn the damn boats. He actually uses a little bit more expletive. Um, but, uh, if you want to take the island, you burn the boats. So there is no way back. Okay. I'm not telling you to go light your car on fire. Do not do that. Okay. Um, but there is for, for the entrepreneur, for the successful entrepreneur, there is only one mindset that you need. And that is plan a has to work because there is no plan B. There is nothing else to go back on. Okay, a lot of people fail. Most people fail to be accurate. Most people fail at trying to become an entrepreneur because they say, well, I still have my job to get back. If this doesn't work, it's okay. I make I make okay money. Well, okay money is going to give you give you an average life. Okay, and I don't know anybody that truthfully wants to be average. I really don't know anybody that enjoys having to get up every day, say goodbye to their kids you know, in the morning, then go work in your office for nine hours, come home, see your kids for maybe an hour before they go to bed, you know, and that's... Stop talking about me. Well, okay. yeah, I, I, I think I'm talking to a lot of people. And, and to be honest with you, I don't have much experience with, you know, being a parent. Matter of fact, I don't have any experience Not with being a parent, but a lot of our team members do, and I've listened right. to their stories, and this is why... 
people want to make that decision because they want to spend more time with their kids. It, here's the thing. Let me let me interject something real quick. Is that when you make that decision, it's it's not an it's not necessarily an easy one to make. It's it's very no, it's folks, hard. It, it's very scary. It's it's very scary. You know, I've been doing this now for uh, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've shut down a company. Yep. Uh, rebranded one. Right. Uh, and I got two other ones that are that are ready to go that are pushing to go online. Um, I've had my house go into foreclosure three times, three times in two and a half years, three times. Um, I've fought with the VA, but I'm still here. And the reason why I'm still here is because I believe like, oh man, you're crazy. Why don't you get a corporate America job? Because I'm not the norm. A lot of people would do that. I I'm not that type of no. person that's going to give up. I've done that before. I've given up and I've and I and I've gone back to what misery. You know, misery loves company, mm-hmm. and it, and I think a lot of the times is that misery tries calling me back into that, you know, corporate America circle. Right. I was very successful, as you know, uh, in corporate America. Yeah, I met you. You were uh, my boss. I was your boss. Yeah, I hired you on as uh, and and. and you obviously you, saw the talent, and you, yeah, which you know, after working with you for a little while, the talent <laughs> definitely grew better. But uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's uh, the the point is that this this country where we're at right now, we need more entrepreneurs in this country, and uh, you know, a lot of people are getting complacent and they're getting we're, we're just we're lazy. We've turned into a country a country that's gotten that you know pretty lazy, and I myself like, lately. You know, the last month, I've been really late. I'm behind three days on, on posts and stuff. And, you know, I was like, man, if I had this or if I had that, that might help. No, it's, I need to you teach you how to drive, do outsourcing, man. You got to drive to to do that stuff. But, um, but anyway. Real talk. Okay, look. We've all been through struggles. Nobody's saying that we've had a perfect life and, yeah. you know, we, we just, you know, rolled over and became an entrepreneur and our business started working. All right, we've all been through the heartaches. I mean, I've been homeless. That was probably the lowest moment in my life when I'm sleeping in my car, my black Suzuki Esteem, my 2000 Suzuki Esteem at six foot three with all of my stuff. If anybody's ever seen a Suzuki Esteem, it's an extremely small car. It's a four door car, but it's small. I'm six three. I had all my worldly possessions, all right, in that car. Mm -hmm. Six months. I had enough money to continue my gym membership and to eat, but I never had enough money or the credentials to, to actually get an apartment. All right. So for six months, I struggled. And I thought of a lot of bad things, a lot of bad things that I'm not even going to go into. I mean, I went to drugs. I went to alcohol. All right. And it it's tough, man. When, when you think the entire world is against you and you have that mindset, then... When when you have that mindset, the world's going to show you every day that that's true. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You are in control of your mindset. You are in total control of your mindset. So when you change your mindset from being absolutely negative to being absolutely positive, the world, again, the universe has this way of pointing out different things that show you, you know what, you're on the right path. You know what? You're on the right path. So when you believe that you can do and you have that mindset and you get out of bed in the morning and you say, today's going to be a great day, and you start it off as a great day, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great day. If you yep. do not allow 
the negative people and all the naysayers and whatnot. I mean, I get calls every day too from people that that say, "Hey, man, you should come and work with us." Yeah. No, no. I'm not going back to the cubicle office. I got a call the other day from a guy that runs his own company. He wanted me to go do finance. I hate numbers. Are you serious? You want you want me to wear a shirt and tie? Every day? Yeah. No. I, I, ask Adam. We did pictures the, uh, a couple weeks ago in a shirt and tie. Adam, you saw my tie. Yeah. Was it a real tie? Nope. I don't own it a was, real tie. It, it was. I would rather have a clip-on than, than the I had it with, what, like, it, it looked good in the front, but yeah. it, it was actually a band yeah. that went underneath it the was, collar. It was like a mullet. It was it great. Was. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. But, <laughs> you know... I, and one thing I want to interject here real quick. Again, I got to say a big special thanks to to Jay for coming Jay, on. Yeah. From, uh, Pitney and Pitney Bowes. So I'm hoping and looking to be working with them here very soon. Um, big shout out to the Student Veterans of America organization. Um, I, I cannot say enough good things about this organization. If you are a veteran and you're looking to go back into school, find out if there is a student veteran uh, club on your at the school that you go to, uh, there's 1,200 clubs across the country, uh, and and they and they're and they're growing. They're 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 growing. Uh, we've been blessed that we're going to be working with them the next 12 months. We'll be at their national conference uh, coming up in January. Uh, but great, great individual uh, people over there at the Student Veterans of America. I got to thank uh, Sam Cachola and uh, Reality Realty Virginia Heroes. Listen, if you don't live in Virginia and you're looking to buy a house, contact Sam anyway because he can get you in touch with the right people across the country. It's what we do. Um, Red Oak uh, Marketing. Brian is, is killed it. We, we got some stickers. We do have some uh, Heroes Media Group stickers uh, available that we're going to be putting up on the website, um, and we'll be doing some giveaways. Find us at some of the shows. Find mm. us at a location near you. Um, and if you want, they're, uh, they're a dollar. Dollar. Yeah, we'll we'll send one out to you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, all of, all of our sponsors uh, and then Premier Social Media. I mean, what a great class! Shyla came in and, and, and did a class for all the shows uh, that were able to make it uh, that day. And make sure that you check out all the shows on the Heroes Media Group uh, website by simply going to www.heroesmediagroup.com. You know what? Uh, let me end with this. Okay, if you're listening to the Decision Hour, first off, we made this show to help those that have struggled, to help those that are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. All right, we have been where you are at. Okay, we have absolutely been where you are at. We've been at the point to where we woke up in the morning and we're saying, you know, when is it going to be our turn? When is it? going to happen to us you know we get up in the morning and we put our, our our pants on you know one leg at a time like everybody else and we pay our taxes and we do our job and we do the best that we can to take care of our family when is it going to happen to us let me tell you something it's going to happen when you make the decision that you are strong enough to make that mm. change happen by starting with yourself yep the universe isn't going to change until you change first, okay? You have to make the decision that's strong enough. We know it's hard. Change is hard as hell, okay? I went almost a year before I realized exactly 
what I was doing and what I was doing wrong. And then the changes started to occur because I devoted myself to it because I almost had to because I knew that the cubicle life was done for me. Okay, it had to be done or else something else was going to happen. You know, I was going to end up walking out and being unemployed for the rest of my life. Make the decision to change yourself. You have the power within you to do so. We believe in you. You just have to believe in yourself first and get in touch with us at the Decision Hour on Facebook. Shoot us a message. We'll be more than happy to work with you. Love it. Thank you, JD. Another great week in the books. Folks, until next week, for JD, I'm Adam. You're listening to The Decision Hour. Yes, we are the brave.